Hello, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. Very, very happy to be with you today. I hope wherever you are that you are thinking cool thoughts. The United States has been hot. It has been super hot. Uh, my assistant who lives in California told me that it is it was 100 degrees yesterday and over the weekend in the valley in Los Angeles. And here in New York City, it was in the high 80s. I think today it's supposed to be in the 90s. This is time when we need to take care. Make sure we drink enough water. If you're outside, don't move too fast. You know, be mindful that we, we are not bigger than the weather. We are not bigger than Mother Nature. We may think we're smart. We're not smarter than Mother Nature. So we have to take care and pay attention to what's happening in our world and be in alignment with what's happening in our world. Now, as I was thinking about the message for us to contemplate for this week, I also have been thinking about what happened in Miami. We still don't know why, but a condominium building, 12-floor building, collapsed, just fell upon itself. Sleeping. And so the prospect of finding living beings is grim and gets grimmer by the day. And I've been thinking about the families and the community and just humanity. What happens to all of us when terrible things like this occur? It's a tragedy of tremendous uh, import, not just to the victims and their families, but to so many more people. There was a woman who I just saw on the news who is just part of the community who said, this feels like they're 9-11. And I, I took that to mean major disaster, building collapsing, and it did kind of look like the way that uh, the World Trade Center is just collapsed and into dust. Uh, and a sense of hopelessness that the community has because there's really nothing that they can do right now. How do you survive such a tragedy? And when, when terrible things happen in our lives, how do we survive them? How do we move on? How do we find the inner strength and reserves to, to move forward when it feels like all you can do is collapse? And so I know I was taught that prayer is essential, that you engage in active prayer and ask God, however you understand God, to support you through such a harrowing time. That you rely on your community 
to lock arms with you and to walk with you through the incredible challenge and grief of a situation like the Miami building collapsing. And that's a horrible tragedy that just occurred, but it made me think about others. You know, each of us has something that has occurred in our lives that is tragic, that causes pain, that causes emotional pain. It may not be as dramatic as a building collapsing upon itself and the inhabitants, but whatever your challenge is, is real for you. And I've talked to so many people who have faced tremendous challenge and just had a moment of pause where whatever the challenge is for me is so incredible. I don't know how I can move on. And that's why today's message is treasure resilience. I was very intentional about this. Treasure resilience, your resilience. So resilience is this incredible ability that we all have to march on, to rise up, to find strength, even when it seems impossible to find it. But we all have it. We all have resilience within us. We may need to call it forth from the deepest depths of our being, but we do have it. And I'm saying treasure it. Treasure resilience. Know that it is, it is something so precious. It's the source of strength and that gives us the capability to stand up, to put our shoulders back, to rise up. Sometimes it can feel like rising out of the ashes to march on, to move forward. Resilience. We should never take it for granted. Never. Because we do have it. Each of us, each one of us has it. But sometimes we don't realize we do. Sometimes it feels like we have nothing. We are, we are collapsed. We're, we are wilted. There's no inner strength that we can draw upon. Sometimes we feel like that. Sometimes the heartbreak, the fatigue can be so incredible that resilience seems to be something that somebody else has rather than us. And yet we have it. Each one of us. So I'm suggesting that we treasure it, that we acknowledge that it lives within us and that we can nurture it. We can thank ourselves for keeping it in our reserves. We can honor it. And when necessary, we can call for it and invite it to come and support us. So I found so many quotes about resilience. I'm going to share, right now I'm going to share one. It's very simple. She said, grief and resilience 
live together. Grief and resilience live together. Think about that. It's, it's like the antidote for grief is resilience because without resilience, when you are grieving, when you are in incredible pain, it can be impossible to move on. You know, a dear friend of mine, a young woman who used to work with me years ago, Nubia Murray, lost her mother recently. And her homegoing celebration was this weekend. And Nubia has an incredible flair for style and, I'll say this positively, drama. She's got a lot of energy. And she got it from her mama. Over the years, she's posted different things about her mother that have shown just how much energy and enthusiasm and, and joie de vie she has. And so when Nubia lost her mother, when you lose a parent, the grief is so deep. It can be paralyzing. And yet for her, it was not. That's why I'm calling her forth right now because she's such an incredible example. In her grief, she chose to engage resilience in such a powerful way. She chose to engage her mother's resilience too, knowing the type of woman she was, the way she left her life. Nubia planned a homegoing fit for the queen she was. And she posted many photos and videos on social so we could all share in this beautiful experience that she created for her mother. That was resilience in action. You know her heart is broken. Her mother's The bond has shifted. It's not gone because love never goes, but that physical bond is no longer because her mother's gone. And yet the resilience, the fortitude, the focus that Nubia had is evident in all of the wonderful celebrations that she planned for her mother. So Michelle Obama said, grief and resilience live together. Without resilience, grief can just take you down. And then you go too. And that has happened to people. That has happened to people who have not been able to survive the pain of loss. Sometimes it's loss in death. Sometimes it's loss in work. Sometimes it's loss in a relationship. Whatever that might be, whatever that loss might be that causes you to grieve, engage resilience. Treasure the resilience within you and call for it. Call it for it when you need it because it's there. And if you think, oh, I don't have anything. I have nothing. I'm spent. There's nothing within me left in order to survive whatever this is. And I can imagine some of those families in Miami are feeling that right now. I have nothing. I have nothing left, I can't. And I wanna say to you, you can 
the human condition is so incredible. We are stronger than we can ever imagine. We just have to call it forth, treasure it, honor it, invite it to come forth when you need it. And it says, no matter how bleak or menacing a situation may appear, it does not entirely own us. It can't take away our freedom to respond, our power to take action. That's a nice fit with Michelle Obama's, right? Michelle Obama said, grief and resilience live together. Ryder Carroll says, no matter how bleak or menacing a situation may appear, it does not entirely own us. It can't take away our freedom to respond, our power to take action. It can't take it away. We own it. That's why I'm suggesting that we treasure it, treasure the resilience within you and invite it forth, invite it to come forth and support you now. It support you in the moment that you need it. And so I'm going to ask you, what in your life right now requires resilience? What's happening in your life? It may be the loss of a loved one. It may be a disaster like the building collapsing in Miami. It may even be that. You may have a loved one who lived in that building or who was there. It may be the loss of a job. It may be the loss of a relationship. It may be the lack of knowing what to do next. There are a lot of people right now in transition. We have, what, 16 months in quarantine that we have been living in. People are slowly but surely coming out of their homes, sometimes without masks engaging with other people in ways that we haven't done in a very long time. And for some people that and leaving, re-entering life and society and being around people can be frightening. And I've talked to some people who are staying inside and not feeling brave enough to venture out for lots of reasons. Some people lost their job and have to figure out next and are stuck, not knowing what next should be. What has you feeling, wondering, worrying, concerned, needing to draw upon your inner resilience in order to move forward. What? You actually may not be in a crisis. I, I'm not uh, even hoping that most people are in a crisis. You don't have to be in a crisis to need resilience. Life 
requires us to be resilient. You could just be going through a challenge. I started this broadcast talking about the weather because it is hot, hot, hot all over the country. You need resilience for that in order to venture out, sometimes even just to stay in and to find safety in, in, in a bit of coolness. You need resilience for that. You need to, as my mother would say, put on your thinking cap and think about how you can take care of yourself. Be smart. Be in charge of you. Have agency for yourself. And stick to it. That stick-to-itiveness is resilience. I see on this broadcast my friend Darren. Now, I can tell you, this is a new experience for him. And a health scare woke him up and told him, uh-uh, if you want to be on this planet, you've got to take care of yourself differently. And what I have witnessed about my friend Daryl is resilience. I am sure that he doesn't want to go to that gym every day. Everybody on this broadcast, do you want to exercise every day? Now I'm going to take it back because there are people who want to. But there are plenty more people who don't. But resilience and discipline get you to do it anyway until it becomes a part of you, a part of your daily schedule. Like my husband swims every day. And when uh, the quarantine happened, the pool closed. For 14 months, the pool was closed. It's reopened. And now not as many people can go to the pool because of COVID restrictions. So he has to be online reserving a space at exactly 12.30. And if he's on there at 12.31, he doesn't get his space. But because it's so important to him, he is practicing resilience. Yes, I know. I am having technical issues. I hope you all can hear me. I don't know what's going on with my Wi-Fi. I apologize for that. But I hope that most of you can hear me. I want to say, observing Darren, observing my husband, observing my friends at group, who he even started before COVID, being committed is so incredibly important that it requires, it takes resilience in order to go for it day after day after day. Asking if the talks are on Facebook, and yes. So to everybody who is living within this technical challenge that we're having right now, this broadcast will live on Facebook, but also it lives as a podcast now. So wherever podcasts are available, you can find Dream Leapers Inspiration, not the video but the audio. And we, because I'm taping it here, I'm not physically having a technical difficulty here. So you will be able to, you should be able to hear it fully. And 
we are trying to get to the bottom of what's going on with my Wi-Fi. It's been a week of strange Wi-Fi. But we are resilient, so we're sticking together even though we're having difficulties with Wi-Fi. I don't know what's going on, but but I want to say we are doing our best, doing our best to figure it out. Resilience says we stick to it no matter what. I want to read you these two quotes once again. Just maybe somebody didn't get it. So Michelle Obama's quote, grief and resilience live together. Grief and resilience live together. Understand that that means when you are grieving, when things are going poorly, when your heart is hurting, resilience can be your buoy. You don't have to be deflated. You can engage that treasured resilience that lives within you, and it can be your buoy. And Ryder Carroll said, no matter how bleak or menacing a situation may appear, it does not entirely own us. It can't take away our freedom to respond, our power to take action. This is about agency and self-empowerment, which is why it's so incredibly important. Let me read that to you again. No matter how bleak or menacing a situation may appear, when you think about your life, what's going on that may be bothering you, no matter how bleak or menacing a situation may appear, it does not entirely own us. It cannot take away our freedom to respond, our power to take action. That means we still own our power. And this is something that's so incredibly important because we give away our power so often. It's really something. People give their power over all the time and then feel like weakens. Oh, I, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't handle this become the victim. And I'm not saying that there aren't times when we're victims. Bad things happen. But we don't have to assume the posture of victim. We can assume our own agency, take charge, figure out what we can do in the situation. We can do it. That's why I want us to treasure resilience. Treasure it. That's what that's what today's message is. Treasure resilience. When you treasure something, you honor it. You you remember it. You treat it with incredible respect. You recognize it is particularly valuable to your life. It has a special place in your awareness. It's a treasure. And then I'm saying use treasure as a verb. Treasure resilience. That's an action. Treasure it. Hold it close. Value it. When you do, you can engage it when you need it. If you are suffering, engage resilience. If you are weary, engage resilience. If you don't feel like doing what you know you need to do, engage resilience. 
it works. I gave you examples of three different people for whom it's working on a physical level with exercise, with focus and intention of exercise. Same thing for your work, for your education, for your nutrition, for your friendships, for your family dynamics, for your life. Treasure resilience, treasure your ability to stick to it, to be present even when you don't feel like it. To be aware even when you want to shut your eyes and look the other way. You have the ability to reach deep within the core of your being, engaging your inner power, engaging your one of us to recognize that no matter what your station in life, you have resilience within you. No matter how tired you might be of having to engage it, you still can. And this is what I want everyone to understand. And so we do this broadcast, Dream Leapers Inspiration, every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern. We spend about a half hour together. I usually give you an assignment and my hope is that you will practice whatever the inspiration is that we unpack together. You can go back and look at it, or you can watch it on Facebook Live. You can listen to it, Dream Leapers Inspiration, wherever podcasts are available, it's there. You can share it with your friends via the podcast, and you can share on my Facebook page. You can write to me and to each other and talk about how you're feeling, how you're working through whatever that inspiration is. I started Dream Leapers Inspiration in April of 2020, right after COVID-19 shut us down. If you will recall, everybody had to go home on March 13th, the day before my birthday. We all had to go home, stay home. Most of us have been home for all of this time, just venturing out in the past month or so right now. I started the broadcast Monday through Friday for a couple of months, maybe more than a couple of months for quite some time. And then we eventually moved to once a week. So we are on every Monday and I in your heart, in your life, and to figure out ways that you can be better aligned, mind, body, and spirit. That's what it's for, for us to inspire each other, to be the very best that we can be. Um, Dream Leapers, I started back in 2016. It exists in many ways, but the core of Dream Leapers is it's an educational platform 
designed to help people access and activate their dreams. I've hosted retreats and workshops and panel discussions and many in Harlem where I live, many live events in Harlem. And when COVID happened, as I said, I started this Dream Reapers Inspiration. I also host a radio show on WBAI Radio in New York City. It's 99.5 FM in on the radio and also WBAI.org online. That is every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, where I interview people who have manifested their dreams or some dreams, and we talk about their journey, all with the intention to inspire those who are within earshot to leap into their own dreams. And so we are going to be hosting a virtual retreat in the fall, in September. I will soon be able to give you the date and, um, and the ability to sign up for it. It's gonna be a free event in September where there'll be all kinds of people um, sharing insights on living in a time of transition. Because so many of us are in transition in one way or another now. And so we're gonna explore how to engage the experience of transition and still I really thank you for spending this time with me. Many of you have been with me since April of 2020. It's hard to believe it's been all this time. And we will continue to have these engagements every week. Feel free to share what comes up for you, what inspiration comes up for you as a result of participating. I've heard from many people over this period, and it certainly warms my soul to know that these moments that are so precious to me are also precious to you. So remember, treasure resilience. Treasure resilience, your resilience. It will help you to stay the course, to stay on your path, to be strong, no matter what is happening. To extract joy in every experience, especially the tough ones. Treasure resilience. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.